save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. We are back in the studio, kind of. We moved studios, but the studio's not set up, so we're in the living room, but it's fun. We're on the couch talking college football, so buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. Now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe Pitch Free Throws, because they have uh, three, so 360 coming hot you guys, and so 359. I'm joined on this one by Alex Tossing the Rock to Sopolis. You know who that is. And, of course, Nicholas Snacks Kreider. You know who that is, too. And before we get into college football... Wait, football season is back, and you're yeah. not giving us our old monikers? Who? The defensive and offensive, offensive and de- coordinators? Wow, I the forgot about that. What was T-Mac? Was he special teams, or was he like not even... like? Quality control, maybe. He was like quality control. Was he GM or something ridiculous? Like I can't that. remember. Special yeah. teams. I f- right. Yeah, special teams sounds right. Emphasis on the special for sure for that guy. Big time. Big time. Um, before we get into college football, Ryan was an usher. Right. Stantonius <laughs> well, can't be stopped. Stan- <laughs> More like concessions. Yeah, yeah. for sure concessions. Concessions guy. guru. Let's go put that. The um the couches <laughs> on in the studio are nice. The couches in this. We have to discuss what the, we're going to do. With this. I the new nudio. Really like this. I think this Nick is was even pushing. I actually like it too. I think we have to discuss. I think we could maybe do some construction. We'll see what happens. It's how the all Cut the smoke the table. guys do it. It is Barnes how in Stephen Jackson. It's way comfortable. It's how a part of my take does it too. They've got yeah. love seats for each other. No chill. Gill does it this way too. I think it's just it's time to. I feel relaxed. I feel, I feel relaxed. relaxed, and I think it's time to upgrade. Well, look, this is how you learn things: trial by fire. And you know what's I'm not into trial by fire preseason football. Before we get into college football, I get. I mean, it's such a conundrum. You have to get your guys tuned up, obviously. So you have to get them some kind of reps, especially the younger guys, like the older guys, like. Is there a need to really throw Brady out there in the preseason game? Probably uh, is not. Is there a need to play Patrick Mahomes 33 snaps in a night? Probably not. He did it. Definitely not. J.K. Dobbins is out for the year. And look, he's a young guy. You got to get him rolling. It's just... Travis Etienne as well. Yeah. Etienne's done for what the year too. It, MCL tear? For Dobbins, we don't know yet. Dobbins, I think it says AT- ACL. It says ACL, but they didn't um, confirmation. Yeah, we'll today. probably get confirmation yeah, later on. Monday. That's uh, tough. I, I, Etienne has like a broken bone in his foot. Yeah. So he Etienne, Etienne could come back at the end of the season. He didn't even still. play to snap in the NFL. I mean, I feel like for Dobbins, this was a big year for him. Huge. Really big. Yeah. He's full I on taking I, ex- I expected him to be pretty awesome this year. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing that we've saved our fantasy drafts for later in the season. That's, that's why we do it. I mean, some kid kept him. In my league, and like fortunately, like I'm pretty lenient with that. Like, 
I don't want to like I was I think I we talked about this in the show. We talked was, about the, yeah, in the last or a couple shows ago. Like, I was walking through a bar and these guys were like not going to let someone like. Well, I would say for keepers, keepers shouldn't be locked in until the day of the draft. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you you don't want in a fantasy football league, and we'll get into our fantasy football show Thursday with Lisa Ann. I believe she's coming on for that. Yes, she cool. is. Cool, that's awesome. Another one. Another one, maybe. I mean, at answer. this point, we're we're good friends. Yeah, all of us. <laughs> yeah, we're all friend boys. of the show. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll see after the fantasy football special. Though, yeah, we'll see. Might yeah, be yeah. button heads. Could, yeah. could get tense. Could get tense over there. It's you want a competitive league though, like at the start. Like you want everyone to be competitive and have a competitive league. In my opinion, I feel you don't want it to be like right. One, you don't want like you know we're not, te- ten, we're not team, ten anymore team a yeah. having their first round draft pick out and yeah it's team b you know having their second draft pick out like yeah it's, it sucks you want everyone at full health yeah. because full the health, excuses yeah. are made you want the league to be won by someone picking up a running back like picking up james robinson off the waiver wire yeah. in week two instead of saquon barkley tearing his acl right. yes that's not how we want to win football leagues because these guys are getting paid to play. It's their job. And they don't always have the longest time to do it, especially these running backs. That's also not how we want to win leagues, but there are definitely a lot of people out oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That we know will take what they can get. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, I did a quick, I would. I did a little, because your league does history, right? Yeah, we are yeah, We have a league historian. The, our, our, a uh, league historian. I was inspired. I mean, it's, Friday it's night, I stayed in. ton of information. Does that Friday person st- get paid? Or does that person... No, they're the commissioner and they just love doing it. I mean, this league's been going on since we were... Since they were in middle school, I joined my freshman year of high school. And there's just a ton of history. So, like, at this point, there's guys that haven't won championships yet. And, like, there's a lot of shit talking to those guys. There's guys that have been historically terrible and now in their mid-20s care about the league and, like, really put a lot of time and effort into it. Yeah, you know, um, it's a fire. I did yeah. this. I was inspired that's by That's why you. we stayed standard the entire time because that's how we started. That's how we got to stay. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can't, like, really mix that up. I, I was inspired by that, and I went in, stayed in Friday night. Our league's been for six years. As a First three is a 10-team, then the next three is a 12-team. And I went back. I started with, okay, guys who won championships, runner-ups, and then it bled into regular season records and winning percentages, playoff records and winning percentages, guys who, who who was the first pick every year, who was Mr. Irrelevant every year, their playoff records, like all this stuff, like most points in a season, least points in a season, yeah. most waiver wire moves, we, least we waiver We have like moves. how the picks correlate to winning. So That's great. No one that has had a top four pick has ever won a championship. Really? No one. That's ridiculous. Since... 2015 our first year after our first year where the two guys that had a draft grades from yahoo made it to the finals no one that has had an a draft grade from yahoo has made it to the playoffs that's crazy wow that's i mean i feel like those are anomalies because last season i looked at i think me and my dad looked at like the percentage of of winning leagues if you have the number one overall pick yeah and it was like over 60 percent Wow. That's crazy. I mean, we've gone for such a long time. I yeah. just feel like it's bound to happen. There's definitely outliers. In a standard league, you're normally getting you're going for the best running back available yeah, with that first pick. 100%. So what's available at the end of the second round for you, a lot of times all the rest of those running backs are gone. So you have to be you have to pick really really well with that end of the second round pick and top of the third. Right. And if you miss on any of those, you're you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of screwed though, college football no 12-team playoff. We're sticking with the 4C, 4Z playoffs. Yeah. First of all, we're all bummed about that, I'm sure. We're bummed about it. 
but I mean, how quickly were they going to muster that up? Anyway? Yeah, I didn't probably. I didn't anticipate it being this year anyway. But I, I, it seems like it's on now on life support because there's teams in the Big Twelve who are anti it because that would obviously mean more SEC teams getting in and they're butt hurt about Texas and OU going to the SEC. So there's teams that are like trying to like cancel Look, it ultimately. But it opens the door for everyone. It opens the door for everybody. It's for so stupid, sure, and I love it. But ultimately, college football is going to do what's best for them to make more money. Yeah. And if the Big 12 wants to whine about it, they can kick rocks. I think they're going to end up having to kick rocks. The for conference. sure. Look, it's the youngest give conference. The peop- well, give people the just people gravitate what they towards want. those games and towards where those games are played. The more playoff games you have, the more teams that are involved, all those big fan bases equals more ticket numbers and more eyes when they put it on television. Yeah. I mean, they, there's also no allegiance to the Big 12 as well. No. Like, obviously. Clearly. Big 10 pre-20th century. Then you got SEC is pre World War Two, and right. then you got PAC, and then you got ACC. I believe they are post World right. War Two, but pre Vietnam. It was the Southeastern Conference, Southwestern Conference, Southwestern Conference, Conference. Right when Texas and Arkansas used yeah, to be yeah, the yeah. same conference. Yeah, and then in the, in the in the Clinton era, like Lewinsky, like inspired them to like. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the big takeaway from the Clinton's uh, era was that. And would you just 12. read his biography or something? No, yeah, he's, yeah. he's like, we got to disband the Southwest Conference. Um, then I think they're going to end up kicking rocks. Obviously, the Big Twelve, um, but it kind of it is kind of lame that they're being sour grapes in that situation. But it's looking like we'll probably get a playoff of. The only issue is, is like we're going to get Oklahoma, Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson, unless like a miracle happens where Clemson loses to UNC and UNC wins the ACC, or Derek King, our boy, potentially. I think could uh, take Miami and do it, which I, I doubt. I'm sorry. I think it's just a matter of that fourth slot, right? Like, doesn't that? I, I I'm less sure about Oklahoma this year than I have been in past. Yeah, I know they're preseason you know in the top five obviously yeah. and they're expected to, to make the giant leap forward but we saw inconsistencies from them last year mm-hmm. one more year under their belt especially with their quarterback like you got to feel a little bit more comfortable with that but to me it feels like ohio state clemson alabama are locks and it's just a matter of that fourth team yeah I maybe think- maybe it's because we're texas fans and i feel good about this year and that we can kind of knock o- ou <laughs> off their track but it's like every year <laughs> yeah yeah I actually, I'm going to push back a little bit. You think Ohio State has? I think Ohio State has some, that's a big, this is it. We're going to see if Ryan, how good of a coach Ryan Day really is. Because obviously, look, Fields was amazing under him, but it's also Justin Fields. So can CJ Stroud like really take over and be that guy? Are they going to have to put in Quinn? Like, because he going to have to play as like a freshman, even though he enrolled early, which is kind of crazy. And the whole, there's been so much, there's so much emphasis on the quarterback every year. And hot take, I think this could be the year of the running back. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of very talented backs this year that are going to be in contention for Heisman. I mean, two of them from the Big 12. Yeah. Uh, guy Bijan and Bryce Hall. And watch Kennedy Brooks from OU, bro, and Eric Gray transfer from Tennessee. Yep. That's why Oklahoma's scary to me. They have Mims, good receiver. Hazelwood is good receiver. Obviously, I'm a big fan. I've always been a big fan of Rattler. Get off to a shaky start last year, but it's been good ever since. Yeah, Brooks is awesome, though. Brooks is awesome, dude. Their running game is going to be so ferocious. And I'm down for a year of the RB. I'm down for a year of the RB. I think there's just like, I think Hall, I think like there's so many quarterbacks that are getting recognition because I think people are desperate to try to pinpoint the quarterback because there isn't one. There's no Trevor Lawrence. There's no Justin Fields. Obviously, like Mac Jones kind of came out of nowhere, but we really, look, there was like a, 
kind of a contingency plan. Like we had seen glimpses of him at least and right. knew what to expect. I mean, we he knew was the in offense. a pretty awesome quarterback room for his entire career. Entire yeah. career and the great with a great offensive coordinator. If well, I do say so just, myself. And where's he at now? Yeah, hook him. Yeah, let's just uh, as we approach the football seasons that obviously are at the exact same time, realize and continue to realize that the NFL and college football are two totally different landscapes. Mm-hmm. I know oh, after yeah. you're done playing college football, you go to the NFL, but it if doesn't <laughs> Yeah, if yeah, it doesn't it doesn't always translate, right? Like we no. look and saw what happened to Johnny Manziel, so I feel like yes, now they're getting they're getting paid, but like always remember that there should be a different appreciation for both of these leagues. Yeah. Because 100%. it's 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 almost a different sport. And yeah, like, it is a different sport. You got to give these running backs, these wide receivers that put up ridiculous numbers, and I'm glad Devonta Smith got his last year with the Heisman. Like you got to give them their credit, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm most excited to to watch. I know a running back like typically shouldn't be taken in the first round, but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be excited about what they do in college and that's how much point. of an impact. They Are have. there any defensive players this year that could stand out and steal the Heisman? Defense like Thibodeau. Oregon. Oregon, yeah, he's like he's great. he's sick. He's he really good. Number one overall. Um, yeah, depends. who's picking number one overall. I don't see why not. I mean, Stingley Junior is great for LSU. Yep. It just depends how LSU bounces back. Right. I mean, LSU's got a. I mean, a I bundle just, of tough. I games. would just say that like whoever wins the Heisman, like if it's a defensive player, it's usually Insane. a guy who does something other than just defense, right? Like right. returns kicks and right. punts, yeah. right? And, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, does special teams and yeah maybe. sue was kind of the anomaly there right yeah he's exactly. probably one of the best college players we've ever seen though right. i mean bressy on on uh clemson the d tackle i mean that's like the other thing that no one like everyone's like again like long is like exciting he's like trevor lawrence is like heir apparent and he's supposed to be maybe not as good as trevor but excellent like he's a top recruit he's a five-star guy but no one's talking about this defensive line of clemson which remember when it was like lawrence farrell like and then and, and, and wilkins like it was just like the craziest yeah. like defensive line of all time it's, yeah it's like that 2.0 with like davis right. miles murphy bressy and these guys are young like like bressy and murphy are young maybe Dude. with the nil we'll get kind of a insurgence of because personality is going to become more important i think yeah and it is across professional sports already in basketball and football baseball like people people are a lot of times more attracted to talent than they are to a specific team that some of these guys who are like a linebacker who now get the opportunity to talk for a brand people fall in love with them because yeah especially outside of their own college which which could be really cool there's always athletes yeah, there's athletes all the time across any sport that if they were like cooler, they'd be perceived as better. Well, cooler sure. and cooler, like given the opportunity to be quote unquote cooler. Yeah. Well, think about this. Mike Trout, in our eyes, as as sports fans yeah. that, that follow baseball pretty well, that know more than the average baseball fan. Sure, totally. Like, is so. is the best baseball player in our eyes, right? Like yeah. subjectively speaking. Now, if he was a little bit cooler and, and more out there in the media and, and people can get to know his personality a lot more, mm-hmm. it'd be without a doubt. I think all sports fans would re- would recognize that. I feel like if you ask an average sports fan that doesn't know a lot about baseball, who's the best baseball player in all of baseball right now? They might not even not know his name. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, no knock against Mike Trout. I'm sure he's a, I mean, he is a great guy. He's just not outspoken. He's not like a big personality. He's not yeah. doing podcasts. He's not yeah. 
he's not active on social media, right? Like he's not hanging out with Drake, you know what I mean? And not that you have to. (laughs) No, you don't. Exactly. And like you should, I mean, a lot of guys definitely let their play speak for themselves, but to your guys' point, like giving a guy a platform outside of just the sport builds their personality, builds their personal brands and is just kind of on display. I mean, the NBA does such a great job with it because all those, I mean, there's only five guys on on the court for each team at a time. There's no mask. There's no helmet. They're just, they're out there playing right? and they've got relationships with rappers and actors and other athletes. And, you know, all-star week is such a big weekend. Right. You know, and, and they just, a lot of the guys have podcasts. Right. I mean, there's, it's just like, they don't even need the NBA doesn't even need hard knocks. Right. Exactly. We get that much access to them all the time. And there's no off season. Josh, you say it all the time. I mean, they're literally go, 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 go all the time. What's crazy. The thing is like back in the seventies and like eighties and like, just really before social media and the internet, like the way you knew a guy was good or can see high, you couldn't see the highlights we have access to. If I wanted to see Mike Trout highlights, it would literally take me less than 90 seconds to get. And I, that, that's what me like picking and well, choosing which, how long video I, yeah, yeah. which video I want to yeah, which video I want to do. You know, you knew guys were good back in the day just based off like what was written about them. Right. They didn't have to do their own marketing. There was no like self-promotion. Like you knew, like you, Gretzky, like maybe, yeah, he did ads, did commercials, but you knew he was great because what was written about him and what you saw on TV. And that was pretty much it. Like, right. Did it with Michael Jordan. If you even got to see them on TV, because yeah. it might just be the local broadcast of Bill Russell winning another ship. But yeah, like, exactly. nowadays when people read, it's, it's not about how well someone performed. It's about the drama, yeah. right? Or it's about what they're doing in the media or, or, yeah. or what's going on in the locker room, right? Because you watch the game and you see the clips on Sports Center or YouTube or wherever you digest your your your, your news for the for the sport, yeah, and and really just comes down to right now what the writers want to pick up is viral is is just the drama that happens and right. that's why you see KD so often in the media, right? And Draymond Green and and Damian Lillard and, and Westbrook, like these guys are very outspoken. You know, there's always something circulating in the talks. Mm-hmm. You know, Katie's got all that those Twitter burners, Twitter burners and yeah. like him and Draymond Green did that that one on one, which was awesome. When they sat down and Draymond interviewed him for Bleacher Report, which I thought was phenomenal. But I'm sure they got a lot of views on that because it's hot. You know, like it's it's a it's a testy subject. Yeah, yeah. It's like everyone wants to know what happened there. It was he could have stayed there. And for sure, one more. Like, if he was there this year, they probably would have beat the Suns. Oh, for Katie sure. And Steph. 100%. And Draymond, like, without Clay. Like, the way he was playing, especially. So, it's definitely a very t- touchy subject. I just think this is a really... College footballs either can be extreme... This is an extreme year for me. It could either be really exciting and really unpredictable this year... Because yes, we are anticipating that Awangalele takes over for for Clemson, and you know they really don't miss a beat. Did it with Bryce Young in Alabama. You know J- JT Daniels comes in for Georgia as a full time starting quarterback and is excellent. Like we're really antici- and CJ Stroud like in Ohio State doesn't miss a beat without Fields, and we're anticipating like the, all the, the you know the top four or five teams that are always there to be there. Like if you look at like BetOnline.ag, which we were brought to you by, the discrepancy between like the fifth team odds and the 16 mods is insanity it's like mm. thousands of steep jump yeah it's a steep jump so it's either going to be a very predictable boring year where like one of those four of those five teams are in and like it's rattler that wins the heisman or wongalele or bryce young that wins the heisman or it's going to be a year where chaos ensues yeah. yeah i mean my hope is that 
we don't need for Texas and OU to get to the SEC for college football to be exciting and fun for the general college football fan. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I think you last the rest year, of the country still too. Yeah. Yeah. I think last year, like to me, there was a steep drop off and a lot of this is because of COVID between the engagement that the NFL received, right. and the engagement that college football received and the care that fans had for college football last year. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a great point. And it's actually something I was about to talk about and you kind of just stole the words out of my mouth. Sorry. I feel like Fact. there's a little, God <laughs> damn it. Uh, no, but I think there's a little bit of honestly post COVID hangover. And I know we're still dealing with COVID in the country, but last college football season was not great. Right. People weren't hype about it. It was a very awkward season. A lot of teams didn't even play the majority of their, their games, right. you know, players sat out. There's a lot of crap that just kind of messed up the entire season. Dude, but people are exhausted across the board. People are exa- exhausted across the board, but it seems like the NFL's got their shit together. Well, and these guys weren't getting paid. Either. Right, exactly. Yeah. MLB's got their shit together. You know, NBA's got their shit together. But college still kind of feels like there's a little bit of a hangover still. Also, with the whole NIL thing, people are still like, okay, what's this going to look like it's during messy. the season, right? It's messy. With the Texas and OU leaving, right, the Big 12, it's kind of awkward. We don't know when they're going to end up going to the SEC. It could be next year. It could be 2025. The whole college football playoff thing, what's still up for discussion, you know, right now they said they're only going to do four, but what happens next season if they expand? Like, there's mm-hmm. just so much going on, so many moving parts that it just feels like you're in a new home right now that is still under construction. Like, they're remodeling your house and you're living in it. For and sure. You're just kind of yeah. making it work. It's yeah. it's it's pretty bo- like the thing we yeah, can't like, can't focus on like what's actually like good Alabama to play these these kids and how talented right they are. like Alabama Ohio State Clemson Oklahoma like those are the bedrooms right where you're sleeping and like you know that you can rest your head on those pillows and have a good night's sleep but the rest of the house still is under construction you yeah. don't need like the coastal Carolina the raging Cajuns like what are we like Cincinnati like. How hard are we supposed to buy into these teams? Right. Like my buddy is like, am I going to be a Chanticleer Liberty, fan this year? Is Liberty going to be dope again? Yeah. Like, I mean, like people are talking about Malik Willis, the quarterback for Liberty, being like a potential first overall pick. Like how, like, how seriously are we supposed to take this stuff? There's just so much uncertainty. And I think the COVID situation is a great point because I just like it's not a professional league. The players aren't getting paid. And there's also, it's not like one roof over the head. Like Silver, Goodell. Manfred, they run the show. Right, it's one centralized avenue of how the line of communication, right. order of operations, is under is is is, is executed. Right, right. Where in college, it's the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big Twelve. Yeah. It's like the million, and those are just the Power Fives. Like, right, right. Like I mean, you do have million the, dicks on the dance floor. You have the umbrella of the NCAA that's over everything. It's a but oh, it's just Swiss like, cheese umbrella. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like federal and state regulations like everything's yeah. mixed and matched and it's you never know what you're getting at a particular school mm-hmm. i'm thinking like this year is going to be i do think it'll be exciting a lot of the fans are going to be back the rah rah which is like the explosion of the stadium like penn state versus michigan this is exciting but it's not as exciting as penn state versus michigan when the big house is packed yeah right. Death valley is packed right yeah that like, remember that Ohio State Penn State game? They had Haskins the Ohio Haskins State came back at the end. How the Haskins came back at the end, and we were watching in our living room like years ago. And was it McGloin? Who was it? There was the no, no, it must no. Been Trace. McSorley, McSorley. Right? McSorley. 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 Yeah, yeah, it was McSorley, and they have McSorley. It's fourth and two, and like the stadium is booming. Yeah, that loud. was a, that was a crazy. You could when you can watch on the couch and you know that the crowd is like electric. 
It's awesome. The crowd great, like amplifies cool the whole and the whole thing. College yeah. football. It's the whole thing. I think that's going to be the lifeline of this season is how how into it a lot of these fans can get. And I think, I, I mean, I want to believe that they're going to be really into it. And I think that all of these stadiums are going to be chaos because the fact that it's been so long, you right. know, and like this is the first real season that we're back. Yeah. But I mean. It, it, it's just hard to get people as jazzed and juiced about a season because you do know that Alabama is going to have their shit together and Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma, but the rest is so uncertain. Yeah. I think the beauty of it is the Heisman, which is if you're betting for the Heisman on betonline.ag. With the Heisman situation, looking back at it, no one really anticipated Joe Burrow to win, Devonta Smith to win. No way. Kyler I mean, even. Preseason, like, those guys definitely weren't in the top 10. No. Devonta, no way. Burrow might have been. Burrow, no, I doubt it. Probably he maybe might have been. His because numbers the year his numbers prior were, were like bad. They were fine. They're like they were not decent. great. Like, they were fine, but it was before they had changed their offense, so they weren't. Yeah, they weren't air raid throwing. I just remember watching Joe Burrow play the season before he won the Heisman. He it was the Texas A and M LSU game with crazy they went to like seven, seven overtimes, yeah. and I was like, wow, this guy is a gamer because he kept him in it right. Like their defense was gassed, and they were giving up points, and he was pretty much doing it himself. Like he, yeah. I think he rushed for a couple of touchdowns. He was keeping them in it, and I was like, okay, this guy's a gamer. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of like for me was like, okay, Joe Burrow's the real deal. The next season, I was not shocked at all that he went on and had that prolific season. But I, I think he might have been in the top 10 for Heisman. But with that being said, Devontae Smith definitely was not. Mm. I don't necessarily know that Kyler was. He, but I think Kyler was. But maybe the, like he wasn't like a top five guy. Right, right. Yeah. But like, you know, you're looking right now outside at the, at the non-obvious Heisman candidates. There's a lot of guys who can definitely pop off for their schools and, and steal it. And like we're talking right now about, you know, a defensive player. If Thibodeau can do that, I'm not sure. There's only been one defensive player to ever win. It. It's Charles Woodson. Yeah. Right? And he returned kicks, obviously. So yeah. it's got to be someone that does something like that. Like yeah, the only two Peppers. that have gotten close are Sue and Matthew. Jabril Peppers had got pretty close, right? Peppers. Yeah. Manta Teo. Yeah, yeah Manta Teo. That's right. The fake and his girlfriend. Girl. Kind and of, uh, yeah. the, I'm going to throw the, the – I just want – I need to throw this out there. My scorcher of a pick to win the Heisman. Emory Jones, quarterback, Florida. Yeah, it's not a bad People thing. are glossing over Florida. Trask is gone. Pitts is gone. They've lost receivers. Tony's gone, obviously, in the first round. This kid could run the football, and it's something that Dan Mullen hasn't had with Trask. I think he could be special. Yeah. I think he's a dark horse to win the Heisman. I think the, the schedule was kind of cupcake to start, and if they can kind of build some momentum ahead to like the big games. I'm in on it. Before we hopped on the air, I, I asked you, Josh, I said, yeah. what do we think Hudson Card's odds are to win the Heisman? And Texas just announced Hudson Card as their quarterback last week, QB1, yeah. taking over, um, taking it from Casey Thompson, the yeah. upperclassman. So Casey's odds, I think at some point, were like 6,000. I'm not sure. There's so many different odds all over the place, but I really couldn't find any, any standard odds for Hudson because it's just got announced. So right. I'm sure as the weeks go on, we'll start to see odds. But the one that I did see was plus 6,000. Yeah, yeah. Man. I feel like that's a pretty decent chunk of odds for a guy Look, the quarterback who's taking over for the University of Texas I'd throw under tens. Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah, under Sarkeesian. For sure. I threw 50 on Bijan. Yeah, that's not bad either. Bijan's like yeah. plus 3,000, well, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll be sure to talk a lot about Hudson and Bijan on our other show, Horns, Horns Up, up Talking Texas with Quan Cosby. So definitely check that out. Airs on Tuesday. We're doing our first game preview. Yeah, yeah we're crazy. super Get excited ready, about Cajuns. that. Get ready, Raging Cajuns. Not many great college football games this past weekend. Maybe that's indicative of what we've been talking about this entire time. Is like, well, that slate stunk. 
Yeah, UCLA manhandled Hawaii. Maybe UCLA is returning with Chip Kelly. I, I totally forgot he was the head coach there. Do still. we think that the Hawaii, San Jose State. the Hawaii college football team, after Colt Brennan left, they started staying at the White Lotus Hotel, and that's why everything's in chaos there? I don't know. I haven't seen White Lotus. I mean, they had their Lotus. numbers for Brennan. Is that too Colt layered Brennan. of a Yeah, it was, it was a, that was a Dark Horse reference. <laughs> on that reference, have you watched White Lotus, Nick? Oh, yeah. It's great. Really? Am I the only one then? I don't have a TV. Yeah. Yeah, so it's probably living in the dark age. Yeah, living in the dark age. You're on a computer these days. That's true. I know, but I like the screen. Um, He doesn't have Wi-Fi either. That's okay. That's not true. He he reads print news every day (laughs) and records podcasts. That's all he does. Yeah, with that Wi-Fi. He goes to the local paper store. Yeah. Picks it up. Yeah. He goes to the usual spot, same coffee shop every single morning. Starbucks on Lincoln. Um, (laughs) High fives the barista. (laughs) Yo, what up? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, these three games. Rank them in order of importance. November 20th, Iowa State at Oklahoma. October 9th, Alabama at Texas A&M. And week one, September 4th, neutral site in Charlotte, Clemson versus Georgia. Um, Ohio, Iowa State at Oklahoma, Bama at A&M, Clemson versus Georgia. Importance for college football or importance for the teams? College football. Let's keep okay. it college football. Playoff implications. I guess I can go first. Yeah. Um, I would say importance for college football. Um, you guys say Clemson, Georgia. Yeah. Just because it's two powerhouses from different conferences, Mm. two teams that could be in the playoff. Sure. Um, I think that's number one. I think number two is Iowa State versus Oklahoma. And I would put that number one for importance for teams because you could say that the winner of that game is going to win the Big 12, which could propel them into the the college football playoff right and then i think least important is texas a&m bama because are we i mean i'm really gonna sit here and say that texas a&m is gonna be bama i actually think my my order is flipped of yours because i i do think that this texas a&m team is really really good they're good but look and i think it's early enough in this season we see it every year though Every year, people are sure. like, "Oh, A and M should have a chance." And but like, I actually think walloped. of all the teams that I've seen play Alabama tightly, outside of obviously that LSU team um, that beat them, and then previous LSU teams like earlier in the 2010s. I and, thought Florida played a good before. game last yeah, year. Florida had a great game against. Florida them. did have a good game against them. I feel like A and M plays them really well, and they always play them close, or not always, but they they have played them close many a times, and. I don't know. I have. I. It's early enough in the season where I think something crazy could happen. I think that the Clemson Georgia game. I'm less most. I'm, I'm least concerned about because I. I just think that Clemson's going to take care of business, and I don't even think it's going to be that close of a game. Right. And the Iowa State Oklahoma game. I think, as far as like you were saying, implications for the teams themselves. It's. It's got to go to it's Iowa crucial. State. Yeah. It's the biggest game for them. Of all for time. sure, because if they win the Big Twelve, they're going to the college football playoff. They've never done that before. Right, sniffed it. It's a I, Matt Campbell. What that means? What this season means to this program? Oh, it's huge, it's, monumental. It's, it's huge. It's their last opportunity to really kind of solidify themselves as like in the mix for a top tier program, right? Yeah. I mean, we we talk about Campbell all the time being an, a great coach, right? Five star program, right? Like not five star players, but five star mentality, right? Yep. And this is their opportunity because Texas and OU could be gone after this year. Yeah. What happens they, they if the Big Twelve is? breaks down where are they going right yeah can they do the what does it mean to pull in iowa state yeah i mean i'm willing to bet if they make some noise and shake up the big 12 this year and let's say texas and ou end up leaving next season 
I could see the Big Ten knocking oh, on Iowa sure. State's door. Yeah. Do you for think sure. in the locker room after they win games, they play Cyclone by Baby Bash? They better. That's a great call. We should we should find that out and yeah. ask them. I would say for me, for me, it, the tricky thing is is we may see Iowa State Oklahoma twice. Yeah. The championship for the Big and 12. the championship for the Big Twelve. So we may see it twice. Um, Hopefully we don't. Hopefully we see Texas and yeah, yeah. those teams twice. I, I will say I do love a repeat game between two teams. It's a lot oh, of yeah. the best. The only reason I really th- I, I disagree with you. I think this Georgia Clemson game could be good. I think Georgia's offense has a lot of potential. It sets the tone for the season too. White Pickens, like they have weapons. Yeah. It really is just on JT Daniels and can he like live up to the hype? I mean, yeah, I mean I've just I've watched. A lot of Georgia, and I look at them in the same way that I just I can't, I, until they do it, I can't take them super seriously. And unfortunately, I'm not super subjective about it because I'm not a Georgia fan. Right. Yeah, I'm a Texas fan, so I can talk myself into that. Yeah, but I, I can't with Georgia. I think this game is important. Back to what we were talking about earlier of people getting excited about the college football season. For right? sure, this is week one. Two powerhouse teams that both have strong. Implications. It's a ma- it's a massive game. It's a massive game for both teams, and it's a massive game for the landscape of college football. Right, like getting people really, and they do a good job of scheduling these games like that every year. They're, week one, there's a big game. So right? This is a huge game, exactly. So setting the tone for the season, I think, is really important for us to get involved as college football fans. Yeah, we've seen it fall on its face before with the Bama FSU game. You guys remember that a couple oh, years God, ago? That was a bloodbath, and they just absolutely murdered them. Um, and we saw, and and with Denard Robinson in Michigan against Bama. The reason I'm putting the A&M game at number one, I think it's the best chance we have for a Bama loss. I really do. Yeah. And I, that's why it's so important to me. I just don't, I just don't want to. think the, they're losing. I don't think they're losing either. I'm with you. I'm for sure with you. I think First of all, Isaiah Spiller is my boy. I think he's going to fucking crush it this year. He has boys. Well, yeah, we're homies on Xbox Live, like you and Chargers Cinco. There you go. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, I Armani think Watts. I think it's their best. I just think it's our best chance. I do, but I think the Clemson George game is epically fun. I mean, two guys that could be going for the Heisman. Um, Zamir White is a name to watch out at running back for, uh, and then I, I think Arik Gilbert's going in. Like he was the big transfer from LSU. Yep. You know, I, I I'm willing to. I feel like the Bama. Miami game is bigger than the Bama Texas A&M game. Bama Miami is week one. Yeah, right. Number one versus number fourteen. Yeah. If we're talking about King right now being a potential Heisman, right, and saying that maybe they can be the guys to knock off Clemson in the ACC, what if this is like a true test to be like, okay, you know what? If they can at least hang in this game, then they got a shot. Again, maybe not win it, but this could. If what if this is their one loss? They have one loss yeah. against Bama. I just for game. me Miami, they got to prove it. Because we've been how many how many seasons in a row have we said all of them every season <laughs> all of them every yeah but the, the thing is though like there's, all of them. for them though there's just always instability at the quarterback position at the head coaching position yeah there's I mean, never the guy they have it now I just you really think they're gonna win you think they're no gonna win? I don't think they're gonna win I'm just saying if they play a close game though that's important if they play a close game yeah. I'm gonna be impressed if they play a close game and Bama comes out. By like a touchdown, and it's tight like that, then that A and M game, I'm even more jacked right, up. It's, for. it's an eighteen and a half point game right now. Oh in the god, they're gonna murder them. If if Miami can can play within ten points of that game, I think that's good for their program. Yeah, it's good for college football. It's I I completely agree. It's definitely good for college football. That's a big spread, though. That is a, it's a really big spread, and that I, is a 
they take care of spreads. And I guarantee you it's going to swing in Bama's favor a little bit more. For sure. This is probably going to, I mean, it's as it stands right now, a week before the game, I'd say when it comes down to kickoff, it's going to be at least 21 points. I'm going to put Bama first half of my mama. That's for sure. The moms. Yeah. Um, wow. I'm excited. Call me mom. Uh, cool. Well, this is great. College football talk. We have Lisa Ann coming on next for fantasy football. And if Texas loses the Raging Cajuns, I will retire. I want you guys to know that. I'm done. Gotcha. And then the you'll be back. You heard it first, folks. Like MJ and Brett Favre and all the other greats. Liars. Liars. <laughs> Liars. <laughs> Liars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I For one of my fantasy football teams we have it's a 14 person league which is a lot i hate that it's a lot i kind of like it because it's like you got to really you got to really make sure you pick right and pick up right um but we determined our draft order by each choosing a driver in the daytona 500 Ooh, when is that it happened last night actually what pick are you at i i picked i was later i picked bubba wallace and he was like a top 10 guy so i think i'll end up with a decent daytona 500 was last night yeah isn't that wild Really? Yeah. It was in February, like a couple couple years ago. I don't know why. I'm not really privy to this NASCAR scheduling. I, I have no idea why. Interesting. Yeah. I would love to do our fantasy football draft in LA in a fun way. Yeah. Let's uh let's all pick some horses on some random horse race at Del Mar. You know, we we're discussing and making our fantasy. We'll let everyone go after this. Our fantasy football trophy name. We're, we're getting one for my home league. Mm-hmm. And one of the, like the things that's being tossed around is naming it like. <laughs> Whoever comes in second this year. After their mom? No, after the girl they lost their virginity to. Ooh. And then one guy was like, does the name change, though? Like, depend on who comes in second every year. And the one guy kid was like, no. Whoever comes in second is this Wait, is it. Wait, why, why in awesome. second? Why not in last? <laughs> and the thing it's is, it's, like, your, thing it's, it's your home fun. league, so everyone pretty much knows these guys. Oh, everyone right? knows everybody, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I like that a lot. Yeah. I might, I might uh, petition for that. It's hilarious. It's just like league. so ridiculous and yeah. so unnecessary. Um, we'll leave on that Shiva note. Shiva Kamini Soma. Yeah. All right. Fans out there, drag both feet and bounce. So I'm going to full count. Rip that puck at that putt. HPK because they're free. And free throws. Why, guys? Because they're free. Because they're free. We Michigan just love, won yeah. the Little League World Series. Congrats to them. Yeah, shout go. out to their families. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.